0: Welcome to another episode of the Sparkles and Rhinestones podcast, the top UK podcast for all things pageantry. I'm your host Hannah Golding, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, and today we are going to be going over the the big interview questions, how to approach them. Um, basically, this episode is going to be a lot about interview. I'm really struggling to find inspiration in what to say on the podcast because we've covered so much you know this is the 76th episode and when I find the time I will have those guests I'm gonna start booking it in um <laughs> I when I will be coming into quiet season for training um like near the end of October, November December time and then it usually gets busy in January although if you are looking to compete so I'll just go through some timelines like if you're competing in International Miz Pure because they're end of January, start of Feb. The best time to start training is November. You have um Yummy in March, Galaxy in March, um so December slash January. In April you have IGM and then it was Atlantic, that's now May, um and it's continental. So you're looking, you know, around February time. The best thing is, is a good three months, sometimes more. I think it depends on how you approach it. Um, We will have lots of different tools to help. Obviously, we have these podcasts, we have the workbook. We will be running panel charity interviews as well. We have our last one this month on the 30th. Um. So... This is for charity. it's for the Christie. it's twelve pound like the panel interviews change charities um I think I'm gonna do two of the um for the Christie and then the rest will be for switchboard so I want to get to that thousand pound target um we also have our own event at the extra Sparkle, which is here in Swindon on the seventh October. um really excited for this we'll be re we will be relaunching um interview masterclass uh which is a charity course and also creating with canva pageant edition Uh, i need to write that down because that's the first time Uh, a lot of people have asked i think this will be done this month as well um I need to organise my time better. <laughs> it's just been the first week of school. It's been manic. Um, but with that, we also have the Hamburg and private coaching as well. But there's so many options. And, of course, we have Pageant Con. Pageant Con has um, been the tickets you can now buy. It's the first week of January. Um, so 100% super, super excited for all of the stuff to come. But what I wanted to do is today, interview has been... You know, this is what we specialise in. This is our you know bread and butter. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. There's always a fear though, and I've had dreams about this already. Um, it's the fear <laughs> the fear of not winning Best Nintendo in Galaxy. And I'm hyping myself up to the fact that I might not. I could it could be my best going round. Um, you know, regardless of where I place. Of course I'm coming for the win, but I will be happy with a place. I'm just happy to be there. So happy to take part um but you know i want i still want to win <laughs> but it's having that before we go into it, it's having that mentality when you compete of knowing what you bring to the table knowing that you can win but also knowing you knowing the possibility that you know it is a one in however many chance um the odds don't go down just because more people enter or you know more people have won compared to you etc etc um you know it's just down to the day it really is down to the day um but I I don't when people say like oh you shouldn't say like that you're going to win in that and I was like you want to mani- if you want to manifest a win you are saying that you're going to win because you want to believe it there's also being realistic you know it's being optimistic and realistic we avoid the pessimistic we take that out of it um, because, yeah, why would you not enter a pageant if you don't believe you're going to win? And of course, coaching re- does really help that confidence. Competing in pageants helps, you know, talking to other people, you know, enjoying the projects that you do. Um, the reason I've been in pageantry for so long and just loved and still compete, um, you know, because there are out of all of the coaches, there's two of us that still compete um like like now I'm saying that in this year obviously Kirsty won classic and then she's coaching afterwards and I hope she even us another one because she's amazing um obviously Harriet still competes Beth doesn't compete both Beth Stone Chloe did she competed at GB and it's just yeah you're always waiting to see <laughs> but um it's it's that balance of well, I've gone on, on a different thing it's the balance of coaching and um, competing, but the reason why we'll get to the point. The reason why I love pageantry so much is just the exciting opportunities that come with it, and just re, you know, just all the stuff you can do as a finalist. I love the finalist journey. If I ever get asked the question, you know, what have you, en- you know, what have you enjoyed most, or is it the journey or the end result? A hundred percent it's going to be the journey because even though I've been in pageants for fourteen years. Next year, um, I. Every year is a new, fresh year. <laughs> a different title, a different like outlook. Um, I've done so much already as, as Miss Fortune Galaxy, and I'm excited for more. And also, it's for me. It was changing my mindset. I'm gonna do mindset. Before we go going to it because this year, um, this time, I can't go to as many events. One, it is costs. Like we've got pageant balls tomorrow. Maybe today if I release this episode. <laughs> Saturday whenever I leave something and I'm gutted I have massive FOMO but it would have cost me 45 pound for a ticket 150 for travel um plus hotel as well so you're looking at a good 300 pound um which is usually worth it for a night but I want to reserve that money for a pageant um you know so I have to look at you have to look at your budget you know it's not nice (laughs) It's not nice but um you have to look at it- i was actually gonna do a budget section i will do that for the december issue for the magazine um because obviously our magazine comes out in quarterlies um so thank you for those and i don't know if i've said this earlier on because i had to re-record this twice <laughs> uh only the first five minutes so thank goodness um because so many people have asked about the magazine um but it is every three months and my magazines are always themed um we don't just have the interviews. We have like advice pieces. We have topical pieces. Um, like I obviously have the platform talks and the awareness queens in there now. So I, I like to focus on a lot of different things. Um, and I think that I wouldn't give myself the grace if I did that every month. There are amazing magazines that do do every month. You obviously have the PAG Mag and Crown and Sashes. They have it every month. so <laughs> That's great. Me every three months, uh, free to download. Bash bosh. because people ask as well like do you have to pay no it's more hassle than it is worth to create a paying magazine i will be doing the annual though i need to start that (laughs) so many things to start i have a massive list um and the wise idea would have been like i've been on top of my appearance book this is why i'm excited because it's the first time i've had to do an appearance book since 2017 um but yes your mindset should be that you can win this pageant doesn't mean that you will but you can can is so important um but when it comes to your interview the confidence has to come through you're not going to say you might win this like we are winning this when you come into there it's the balance between confidence and cockiness um so when it comes to pageant prep um i always say to pick free things you're going to say, it just makes it so much easier. You're not overloading yourself with information, and this goes for the girls that do so much. Because, as I said earlier, I'm adjusting to the fact that I can't travel to as much, so I've created my own project. I do a lot of, um, you know, I do a lot of social media stuff, uh, a lot of awarenesses, a lot of campaigns, a lot of bringing different information. And most of my events are virtual, so, you know, it's accessible for everyone. Um, and I have a lot that I want to bring into my interview, but you only have three minutes or five minutes, or even if you're in a round-robin style, one or two minutes. is <laughs> not much time at all. So you focus on three big things. Um, so there are so much that you can go for your interview but we're just going to say for this episode to go through the main chunky questions. Um, and then if you have podcast ideas, I'd love to hear them, but I think I need to go through different aspects. Um, as I said before, like I have the masterclass, uh, PDF in front of me, uh, the PowerPoint. I also have the handbook. I used to read little sub, like snippets of it. Um, and it's been a while since I've actually read my own book. Um, It really is. I did think of a lot. I am so proud of this book. I need to restock because I only have two left, but it really is, like, it's helped so many, but it's helping me with this content because this is the stuff that you want to know. Um, So, going on to your pageant interview. So, going in with the three things. You want to know, when you're going to interview, you want to know what you're going to say. Now, the reason I always say it's a bullet point is because if you go in with a structured answer, it's not going to sound genuine. You can practice, 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 um, and you may have may have the most amazing answer. Um, but if you focus on that amazing answer, you're stopping yourself from getting another amazing answer. And also the judges don't know anything about what you're going to say. Now, the judges may see the stuff you do on social media, which can help you or hinder you, um... You know it all depends it all depends um but we're going to go through the main questions now when you go into interview when you sit down some pageants may require an intro others it may just be seated uh there are a lot of interviews now that are avoiding the tell me about yourself and um, they're just going straight into answers so all about making sure that you're not thrown off when you practice because know we always work on an intro sometimes I always say it's best to have a little intro prepared um no more than 20 seconds the best intro is basically saying your name saying your name is the best because it's just the best it's your name but it breaks down you know it breaks the ice a bit also if you have a name that is difficult pronouncing it avoids anyone mispronouncing your name um, you know, if you have a funny antidote about how to say it, um, I can't really relate to that as much, but I still understand. I don't understand why people spell my name wrong, like Hannah Symmetrical and Golding is literally the color. yet yeah, Penelope came home the other day with her surname misspelt, and I was like, "What, human?" <laughs> um, but anyway, um, you know, it might be you know your name is sounds like this, or maybe what your name means because you know my, my name ironically um is is from the bible apparently um but penelope's is uh from the odyssey and she's named after a character waited over 20 years for her husband to return so she's a virtual patience and patience penelope does not have um so maybe that was ironically naming her that <laughs> Um, you know, I could just be very millennial and say she's named after Kardashian, but I didn't actually know. <laughs> did not actually know. Um, but you know, it could be um like there's so many amazing like meanings to people's names. Um there really is. Mine's just symmetrical, that's a fun fact about my name. Um, but you have your name, you can say your age if you want to, I avoid that. Um, what is age got to do with it? You know what category you're in, um, the town you represent, and if you want to um and with this as well don't waste your words by saying the full title like if I, if I'm gonna say like obviously I represent Yummy for ages and, and I would have to say and I'm your young European international Ms Wiltshire or you, you know it's a very long I'm representing Wiltshire shaves off time already uh you can say about your job or the studies now you don't want to go into too much detail because it's just an intro you're telling them little snippets about yourself that gets them interested everything you put in your intro is what they may ask you and it's the same as like why you know for royal you have 45 seconds for an intro and they're basing their questions obviously not all the questions but they're basing the questions based on information so you want them to ask you stuff so you know, you can add about your platform, add in about the charity, add in a fun thing. I always like to say, though, you don't want to make it too pageant heavy. There needs to be something that is not linked to pageants. I mean, it can link to pageants, um, but you know, my fun tidbit is obviously not just like being a mum and owning like a pageant business. Um, but I love rhinestoning a lot of my clothes, I adjust a lot, um, and I'm obsessed with drag race. When I say that, though, I'm so behind on all the episodes and the UK version starts soon. So I need to have a day off. <laughs> Catch up. Um, but yeah, so it's all about bringing little things that's something different. But if you don't have an intro, like don't let that throw you off, you can still include bits of your personality and bits of yourself in your answers. So going to different different questions... And I do apologise if you can hear things in the background. I live near a train track. Um, you know, Swindon. We're known for trains. <laughs> but usually I have both windows shut. But it's so hot. The heat wave is heat waving. So the different type of pageant questions you get, you get, you know, the main five. The main chunky questions, you will be asked one of these questions. Guaranteed I would put money on it. Um... But don't ask me to do that because I'm really poor. Uh, But, you know, why did you enter this pageant? What have you done in the lead up? Why should you win? What would you do if you were to win? And what qualities do you have to bring to this title? And they can be worded in many different ways as well. Um, Other type of questions, you'll have comparison questions and the juicy questions. You know, the crown needs you or do you need the crown? It's a popular, a popular pageant question and then of course you have personality questions as well but I'm not going to tell you too much about them because you can just book the masterclass and you can find out for yourself um but no (laughs) we go through a lot of different questions but I wanted to go through the main questions um because we have the sandwich analogy which I have done on a podcast before um but let's go through the first questions um because these are the ones to definitely prepare for and you don't want to be over prepared but you want to know what you'll bring in so the first question why did you enter the system sometimes they may ask you why did you enter pageants um and if they enter if they ask you that you don't need to because I have this for people like oh well I went on this website and I did this and then I did this and I did that and then it takes ages to get to the story and the judges don't really like care about that stuff they want to know like why the system you know how like why did you get into pageants why are you so interested in pageants you know I'm always brief with this because it's the reason the reason I got into pageants was two things well maybe three Uh, when I was younger I was obsessed with Miss Congenarity it's my feel-good film I'd watch it so many times and it's actually a really big part of my childhood (laughs) It was really sad because I have a really traumatic childhood and this was one of the films I just loved and I just felt normal for two hours watching it. But then I re-watched it again at the Queen's Retreat and I was like, "Oh, some of this stuff is very problematic. But the second was confidence. Uh, I really wanted to build on my confidence after a DA relationship. Um, and so Padden, she was there. <laughs> and the third was to get into charity work. Um, yeah, I, I ran the the Race for Life before and... <laughs> And all of that, but you know, I was starting a new period of my life in 2010. Um, you know, I was getting out of a bad relationship, and I got into an even worse relationship, but we don't need to talk about that. But I wanted to do something for me, and I really wanted to help. Um, at that time, I did you know cancer research and help here is because I live in a like an area where the forces are very prominent. Um, and obviously, I am a my family were in the forces. so then it was just progressed from there of what to do with the fundraising and getting involved, becoming patrons of charities, even now starting my own charity movement, um, charitable movement. Um, yeah, pageantry has given me all of that, but I'm not going to tell all of that in the answer. I'm going to say a brief little explanation and then talk about why this system. So obviously for me, Galaxy was the first pageant I got a sash for of a title. I competed in Miss England in twenty ten, um for Miss Wyndham, I came first runner up Miss Wiltshire. Um, I, think I had a sash for that? <laughs> um, did I have a sash? No. Yeah, first runner up Miss Wiltshire, Um, I had the popularity sash. That's what I did. <laughs> um, and then I, from that, I heard about Galaxy and Earth. I entered Earth and Galaxy. Earth was in September. Galaxy was in the March. It's always March um earth i did get a final i did get a sash but at the final um but before even that happened like i applied for both because yes i applied for both pageants then and i got the miss winning galaxy title in the july i think because the finals were may because it was a week before my 21st um and then i entered Galaxy time payment yeah june july so that was my first ever titled sash 13 years ago it'll be 14 in march um so what a what a journey what a journey with that yeah but the reason i entered of course is because that has been i use the the iconic (laughs) saying this is my dream title i have always dreamed of competing at galaxy international um It just takes a long journey to get there. But I'm proud of everything I have done. And that's the thing sometimes. I don't want to put down like any of my journey because I've achieved amazing things. Um, Yeah, (laughs) you're not going to say that because that's my answer, not yours. Um, But, you know, like, why did you enter the system? Um, Don't say because it's for money reasons. (laughs) Please don't. I will forever be scarred by someone saying they entered because it was really cheap I'm like, okay. Um, so don't say so because it was cheap or because it seemed easier than the other pageants. I've heard this answer before as well. No pageant is easier than the other. Um, there may be different criteria, but I feel this in my bones, which could be something else. But <laughs> every queen that wins a crown deserves to win that crown because they are being judged and they are working, you know, they are being scored doesn't matter how many people are in the system doesn't matter what type of system it is. you know they are still going through the same process as everyone else. Yes, some have more rigorous um challenges, but you still just you should never say it's easier because then that just means that just means to me that you just wanna crown you just want bragging rights, you just wanna crown your head and a sash to wear at events. If you do go to events, um, there has to be some connection to it. So, what things can you say of why you entered? Sisterhood is definitely a big one. Drink some water every time you hear someone say sisterhood is their reason for entering. Uh, I'm the same. I was, we all say it. <laughs> we all say it. Sisterhood. Um, but, you know, especially for, like, people in different areas, the... Me, I've always grown up with sisters, so... You know i have three sisters and one brother on my mum's side so like <laughs> we are we we are house of girls um and obviously me and p we're house of girls here all about the girls great vibes but <laughs> with this you know it is getting you know it's having an additional family um, it could be traveling. It could be the experiences. It could be going to internationals itself, or just being a national queen. You know, getting the chance to experience it. You know, my time as UK's national Miss was so much fun because I didn't have the additional, um, so the additional pressure of an international. I didn't have to plan. I just lived my life. <laughs> I just did all my appearances, did my charity work, had fun. You know, I got all the additional prizes, the retreat. The voucher for the dresses, the crown sash itself, like all the other additional goodies. Like, obviously, I've never been wearing my loungewear because it's really hot. But in the winter time, yeah, I'm gonna be casual. Like, love and life life. Um, so yeah, you know, it it could be just ex- being experiencing that year as a queen, but. With everything of why you entered, there has to be like an additional reason, like an explanation you know if you say like you entered because of sisterhood like why why the sisterhood? why do you want that? have you you know are you an only child <clears throat> have you you know like it's just adding more context to that, but remember this question is not something to like go into too much detail on. you give the brief points with all interview, give the brief points um and it opens up to asking about what you've done um or even talking about that you can answer two questions in one so why do you enter this system you enter because of the opportunities chance to go to international and you know if, if a pageant gets to choose your own charity or, or or platform you can say that and then you'd explain your platform you know so it opens you to a different conversation um so if you want to talk about things, this is how you lead the, an- the interview to to suit you. So, you know, uh, why do you enter? Blah, 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 blah. This is why I chose my platform. My platform was all about this, you know, and like today I've done this and this nice and brief And if they want to know more, they will ask more, you know, most likely if you've said about your platform or something you've done, they will ask you, what would you do for you to win? Like how would you implement that for internationals, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go into the next question number two. So if you set the preset in the first answer, but this will be asked in mainly all interviews, um bar like I say bar, like if there's if they're not really focused on like there are some systems that aren't focused on like the typical pageant questions, which is fine. And also uh, being mindful of like latecomers and things like that but this is like the easiest pageant question like if any judge is like what do I ask this is the question what have you been doing in the lead up to the finals now I'm going to give you two options here if you've entered for a long time or short time or you you know last minute entry so with this let's go on the last minute entry first if you're last minute entry um this is more of like when you talk about your future plans. Um, because a lot of people say, Oh, I haven't done that much, but like if you fundraise loads of money for it, now, this is where I say, all your appearances and all your charity are not set to just one pageant and one pageant only. Um, because we all know sometimes last minute entries have been because you know, I say this like obviously this wouldn't happen, but <laughs> um. Oh no! It just doesn't actually make any sense. I was gonna say, um, you can't do it. But like, if I competed, if I handed over at UK's national miss and then competed at pageant girl the next day, obviously you can't have that because pageant girl there's a two year like you can't compete for two years in that system if you want a national or international title, Um that's because obviously it gives a fair chance to everyone, um, and also especially when people say like, oh, I'm just hot pageants, which I don't like people saying that like. I have I have goals for Pageant Girl UK. I'll tell you that. That pink ground will belong to me one day. And when you see me with that pink sash, you know that that, that will be officially <laughs> that will officially be my retirement pageant until Penelope comes into play. Okay, I know I said that <laughs> but still, listen Linda, listen. Um <laughs> but saying that, um, you know, you know that there's not been there's not much time to have prepared or done anything with that sash so this is where you know I did 132 appearances as UK's National Miss and I raised over a thousand pounds and I did all these collections so I can talk about those I would say you know I've not had much you know I've not had much time to prepare for this system for this system however you know I love what I do in pageantry and this year alone I've raised this amount of money and this and should I get the chance to take that crown I already have plans to do this and this. You hype up your future plans. <laughs> so don't ever use the excuse of oh not done much. This also goes with and it touches back to what I said earlier. If don't use this don't use the excuse of I've not done much because of this, even if you've entered for a long time. I hate when people say this because you don't need to focus, you don't need to bring the negative into your interview. You don't have to say, Oh well, I've not done this much, but you know, I've done this. You focus and hype up you know, the two things you've done, three things, even the one thing that you've managed to do. Um, And this is why I said that, you know, for me, I can't travel as much as everyone. I can't do that. But what I can do is do my community stuff and I can do the social media stuff and I can do the online interviews and I can, you know, I have a different aspect. So though physically, stepping out my house, I don't know how many appearances I'm on now, but I know that like half of them are done virtually um charity like and donations and stuff like that. Um, there are a few events that I have been able to go to and a couple of community. Um, however, I'm not going to say, yeah, well, I've, I've only done this, so I've not done that. Like, I'm going to say, <laughs> you know, I'm really proud of my interview series. I'm really proud of the collection I did. Um, it doesn't have to be. It's all about... I would say quality, not quantity, but also sometimes quantity can come into it um, if you're passionate about what you do. but don't say you've not been able to do much. you' just focus on the thing that you have been able to do. If you've not managed one, then <laughs> you would talk about what you'd like to do. Um, but with this answer, once again, with all of these answers, it's to avoid that waffle. And a lot of people, when they approach questions, they say the question first. I've been in the lead-up to the finals. I've done. We stop that. We take that out. It's not an English essay. You know, we avoid that. It it happens to the best of us. <laughs> it really does. Um. But you give one or two if you've managed to do so. Referencing what I did last year, one hundred and thirty-two appearances. I'm not going to name every single one of them. Even though I know the breakdown, and I could, I've not got the post up because it's obviously on my Instagram. Um, and it's not on my camera anymore. <laughs> but, you know, I had a breakdown of how many awareness days I'd done, how many campaigns I'd joined in, how many charity events I attended, how many passionate events I attended, you know. My platform things, like, my platform is a very complex platform there's so many layers to it um I'm not gonna say that though I'm gonna say you know out of the hundred I've done 132 appearances I'm really proud of um the Project Code Red collection I did in December uh fundraising for Switchboard I raised over a thousand as well as holding you know numerous events for charity including A and B if I was to win or should I win? Should I win? I have plans to hold this event again in a different area and double the target. You know, so I add that little bit at the end. A little extra sparkle. Put that in. Add that extra sparkle. Um, I really need to update the infographics on the page. <laughs> I need to do that. Um, but... A clear couple of examples i love to work in figures and numbers only when it comes to pageantry i hate numbers otherwise don't at me maths but figures oh it's 11 11 make a wish obviously it's not for you because you might have been listed but it's changed my thing um so with that um figures you know as i said 132 1000 for charity know if i'm doing if you're doing a donation um and this is this is an idea for you now like obviously if you compete in a couple of weeks like (laughs) you're you're not gonna have the chance to you can go for your appearance book start this now if you're starting your pageant um tally down how many items you have donated to other people uh to their collections um i need to actually start that i could I can see it from my appearance book and see what I've done. Tally the amount of donations you've collected for your own collections. Tally the amount of money you've donated to other people's charities as well. And this is one thing that we don't do, which we should. Um, I included it on my countdown for the second time I did UK's National Miss. Because um, the first year I did UK's National Miss, I raised 1,200 or something for mine. And then with the second year because Pageant Con was um, for Patty uh, so that didn't come under a just giving Um, and then I did some fundraising for Switchboard I did some fundraising for Mind obviously because I had the event Um, we had little bits and bobs so when I say I raised £1,000 that year I also had how much I donated to other people's funds like and you can look actually if you use just giving you can see how much you've given to others. It it says like a, like how many much you like received and how much you donated. Um, keep a track. You know, because you might say like, oh, I've not fundraised this amount, but you've donated over a hundred pounds. That's how much it worked out to in the end. Like you know, two pound here and there really does make a difference. It really does. Um, so yes, tally that up. Go on the figures. Um, don't go into too much even if you've done those, focus on a couple which is why we said at the start to have those three even if you have two, just focus on those um, but of course with that when we say focus on it if you've already answered it in the first couple of questions you're not going to keep talking about the same examples over and over again variety variety if you were to win, what do you plan to do you know, should you win what do you plan to do? Um, you know, what would you do with the crown? Something that's asked all the time. Yep. Why should you win? Why do you want to win? Um, and I always listen to the question with this because, you know, it is asking you the the same, but also new, you know, something different. So, um, we're going, why should you win first? And then what would you do? Should you win? Um, So why should you win? Number three. Why should you win? (laughs) That's the question, isn't it? Um, A lot of people struggle with this question because it's easy to ask why you want to win. Um, Although, so we did the pageant ics in the magazine and one ick that was told to me, because they were all submitted, was when someone says they're going to, you know, take their platform internationally this title will help them take this international. it would help this. But no one actually backs up why. So when I say this question in my training things, and I was like, but how are you going to? Um, so I'll just break down with like Project P, the project I've started, you know, it's basically project period. Um, how I can take that internationally is have ambassadors in different countries. Already I have four like, in the UK, so you've got Scotland that's not been announced, Wales, England, Northern Ireland. Still waiting for Republic of Ireland, girls. And any other people, if you would like to be a Project P ambassador, um, drop us a message. But with that, yeah, it's to bring it internationally. If I was to win the title, I would then have other Ms. sisters across the globe, because obviously you have Portugal, Canada obviously Ireland as well. Um America, Bahamas. I'm trying to think of who else sends a team. And obviously because you know some people do go at large as well. Um <clears throat> so yeah, lots lots there. Um and then they could be having their own ambassadors. Like you know it's or having a you know a lead ambassador to then recruit more Um, which sounds like a really horrible pyramid scheme but instead of period (laughs) instead of pyramids it's period products um but this way as well it's you know it's creating the brand it's creating the infographics it's you know providing information because not only is it collecting items it's then you know sharing facts all across you know liaison ing i can never say that word with different charities of how i can help that you know traveling to different places um with this one great example of that is um Kelsey who was second runner-up and obviously works with Pageant Girl she had um I don't have the name of it to hand because it's only just come into my head but she does have an Instagram dedicated to it and I donated products last year I donated a big box because we had some left over from our collection um so I was like perfect you're donating it let's go um and she travelled to I think it was Spain and Romania, and she may have traveled to other places as well and went to these different organizations with these products, um, you know, and helped and donated and, and volunteered, and that's how you take your platform international. Um, you know, and the beauty about social media is you can do that, you don't actually need the title to do it. It's just, you know, I would love to join in my sister queen stuff. So I would hope, <laughs> I'd hope it's the same for internationals. But one thing I do like is like Royal, they have that. You have like, if you're a Royal Model, you have a service project, which you can implement. Um, if you're a winner, that goes for all the winners. Um, and you see it, you see everyone's projects and you see the other sister queens joining in. And I love it. I love to see it. Um, not saying that other parents don't do that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a really good, it's on my list. It's on my list. Um, yeah, like, it's, it's really good to do. And with that, bypass the question completely. But, you know, why? Why should you win? Why do you want to win is, you know, chance to go to internationals, platform internationally, you know, to be a winner, blah, 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 blah. Why should you win? And this actually links into the qualities, which is the last question we gonna talk about. It links into that because why should you win? You've worked hard. You worked hard how hard have you worked tell me this is where those figures come in again <laughs> if you've not already said them this is the time because you can see now i'm hard working and passionate but how are you hardworking? how are you passionate you have to back up these examples um you have to and this is where like these questions interlink because why should you win hard working and passionate say your example this is, you know, then you'd either link the past or the future. So this is why, this is how I raised, you know, this amount of money. Um, This is why I came up with my platform. This is why I entered this system. You know, should I take that crown? This is what I want to do. Like, there's always a chance to link when you have your examples. So why should you win? You know, with this question as well, why should you win? Um, You know, if you are going to make history by winning, mention it are you there to represent um you know a community group are you there you know to make waves to change pageantry because we always say I'm not a typical pageant girl there is no typical pageant girl especially in UK pageants um but it's talking about why you're not so typical I guess <laughs> I don't know I'm very strange in a way so I'm not a typical pageant girl um you know, but there we are. So, why should you win your point exa- uh, your point, and then your example and explanation? Um, and link, it's actually the peel point. I think this is what you do in school point, uh, example, explanation, link. Unless I just made the owl up, but there's definitely a peel. I have it in my notes and then I think I've deleted it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but okay. So why should you win and why do you want to win? You know, closely interlink. Um, And yeah, so the qualities that you have in that question will also link to the qualities in the last question. Let's go on to question four. What would you do? Should you win? Please have a plan. If you don't have a plan for your queen year, your queen's project, don't go to the interview room just saying unless you don't have like unless it's non-contracted then like you do you girl but honestly you should have a plan and it doesn't need to be written in stone it doesn't need to be organized everything booked and paid for it needs to be a set of ideas that you can implement in your whole year and i say that you have a whole year as a queen you know some even longer some quite short you know at least 10 months and sometimes it's shorter sometimes you have longer um But I think everything's catching up in COVID now. So, you know, you have some time. But plan it out. Um, You know, I know, and this is when we say, like, I'm just going to continue doing everything I'm doing right now. You can say that, but back it up. I'm continuing like this project here or fundraising for this charity. With this question, don't say, I would love to do this. I'd really like to. I might do this. I probably would want to. You work in absolutes. You will be doing this. I have planned. I will be. I'll be achieving this many. Um, You have to work on that. No maybes, no hopefullys. It's you will be. The judges aren't going to hold you accountable a year later and say, why did you not do that really random thing that you said you were going to do? Like, they're not going to do it. Um... But yeah, so it's backing up those examples. What would you do should you win? Once again, you don't have to tell them everything. It's being very to the point and very brief. Um, so, with that, um, you know what should you do should you win? Explanation, explanation. Um, you know you can wrap in this is a question as well what would you do should you win a lot of people will go on the first thing they would do as in like cry eat pizza (laughs) add in that humorous take but don't focus too long on it unless they ask you what's the first thing you do and if they ask you what's the first thing you would do say the humorous take but also say the first thing you would actually do i'd like to know um you don't need to say i'd thank my friends i'd thank my sponsors like um you know don't really need that don't need that at all. I always say, win or lose, I'm getting myself a pizza. If I win, I can treat myself to ice cream. Like that's what we're gonna do. Um, But yeah, so make sure you have a plan. Write down some ideas. Um, jot them all down. But saying that, the last question of the day: the qualities. What qualities do you possess that would make a good queen? What qualities would you bring to the crown? Do you have the right qualities? It could be worded in so many different ways, but your qualities so once again people struggle with this but write down the words that you think link to you this can also link to your free words if you're struggling ask other people how they would describe you put on a facebook status or an instagram question box get some ideas do some googling like (laughs) there we go a lot of people use qualities of hard working, passionate, dedicated, etc. Now you can have these buzzwords, but you have to back them up with points. If you're passionate, how are you passionate? Explain a time when you're passionate. If you're dedicated, how dedicated are you? I'm not gonna believe you if this has been your third pageant in four in four months. Kind of not dedication I'm looking for. <laughs> dedicated the pageantry, yes. Um, so you know Especially as well, I'm going to say it's a word of warning, and I'm seeing it a lot more. And we had this in the magazine, we questioned about double sashing. And I would just like to do a friendly reminder, if you're competing in two pageants, don't do the same appearance twice in different sashes. That is the definition of double sashing. Judges see it, pageants see it. And it's just, yeah, avoid it. Avoid it. Um... But yes, going back to these um, you always got to back it up, you know. I like to say I'm very um organised, sometimes disorganised organisation. Um, but I love having a plan. I was, I always am the mum of the group in being a past social media manager for a pageant. Um, <laughs> it was my job to, um, I say a pageant, two pageants. Um, It was my job to kind of get the girls together, to get this done by this day, you know, when Yummy did the videos for internationals, I was one making sure they got on this day and, you know, what they had to do and prepare. Like, I'm the mum of the group. I want to make sure everything is organised. So timekeeping skills. And you think, these are normal job things. These are things you'd say in a the job. They are, aren't they? Timekeeping skills. But it also applies to, you know, always being on time at pageant events, you know, tr- entrusting people, you know, when it comes to media or to judging your system. Like their system, they know that they have someone who's going to turn up on time and not just before the event starts. Um, So yes, qualities. If you're hardworking, how are you? Those figures will come into play. If you're passionate, like why? Um, There are loads of things you can say for qualities, but you have to make sure it links to the crown. So you've had five questions there. They are the main ones. You obviously have the different questions. Um, that will turn up an interview which we can go over another day we do have the handbook which explains so much about this and also you have the workbook which we can start which is in the link tree bio so that's absolutely free the handbook is 25 plus postage we also have so many things as i mentioned at the start we have the panel interviews we have the courses to go on um we have this podcast. We have so many things of how you can elevate your pageant interview, as well as booking one-to-one coaching. As I said, we're going into the quiet months now, so this is a perfect time. Um, but depending on how far your pageant is, um, to, you know, have that pageant check-in every month. Um, I'm not going to tell you what to do with that. <laughs> if you want to book in with me, that's great. That's fine. You know, it pays for Penelope's Barbies and food. <laughs> But the worst thing you would do to, to yourself is to not be prepared and to wing it. Even if you're great at talking, like how I am now, it's changing and adapting to that situation. You may be good at, je- at interviews in general, but when it comes to a pageant interview, there's slight differences. Um, because this is meant to be like an informal chat. Um, but you are interviewing for a position in pageantry. Uh, so we have to really balance that out. So yes, you may be able to talk, but don't go in there without practicing anything or thinking about it. Um, Honestly, and I can tell you this from the years of experience, being a competitor myself and seeing the growth of other girls as well. (laughs) When you start to have a plan and when you start to prepare, I'm not saying to go crazy. It doesn't have to be your life, but a little bit of preparation goes a long, long way. It really does. So thank you all for listening. Um once again, thank you everyone for the feedback for the magazine. I'm so happy with it. Um December's will be out, and then the annual is gonna come out at the end of November. I think I'm gonna wait just after the IGM finals. Um just because obviously printing, but I'm really excited for those to come out and hopefully this time touch wood. We won't have the postal strike that affected half of it last year. Um, but yes, honestly, the competition for that will come out soon as well. Um, because, of course, you get to get on the front. It's just gorgeous. Um, but yes, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message. The best place, I think our email is attached on here, but the best place is to Instagram. Um, at sparkles and rhinestones uk that's our best form of communication um, but for now i'm awaiting a message because i missed my delivery yesterday of my new phone when i say new it's any well it's a 14 um but i <laughs> i got the 13 mini two years ago and i regret going small just to save on money so i will finally have a big phone again i wanted to go pro but i was not paying 80 pound a month for a phone. I refuse to, saying that I'm still paying 60, so what can you do, what can you do, but I hope everyone has an amazing weekend, a massive good luck to everyone who is going to the ball tomorrow, like, who's nominated, I can't wait to see who wins, and I will note that down, so I will feature that in, yeah, the award system, we feature that in the December one, so you have the peer nominations in September's, which... I'm on there twice, which I'm really excited for. Unfortunately I won't be there all oh, at Royal. I'll be watching <laughs> the National Express coming home um, from an event. Um because <clears throat> I'm walking eight miles <laughs> walking eight miles the next day, just casual, casual eight miles around Swindon for charity. But thank you so much for listening. Once again, reach out if you have any you have any messages at all. Um I will try and get into regular scheduling with podcasts. Um because I do miss recording them um i don't miss <laughs> um but have an amazing week everyone and stay hydrated that he is out to get us